Hard AF Seltzer is now live in the state of Ohio. Let's start off in Columbus, shall we? We're in Sammy's Market down there. Uh, Gilligan's on Summit, uh, that old Shell Station, the old Saucy Market down there. Pace High carryouts. 14-0 Express Tobacco International. Gilligan's. The Exxon Station on Neal, North Campus Food Mart, Wine and Brew Emporium down there, Northwest Wine and Spirits, Super Food Marts. We're in Beer and Wine down there, PJ's Grill, Pettit's Super Drive Through 2, One Stop 22, Pettit's Drive Through 1. You know there was going to be another one in the Kenny Road Market down there. Now, in the bars and restaurants, we're in the Standard Hall, right on campus, Short North Pint House, close to downtown, Forno Restaurant. Best pizza in the biz in Columbus, Ohio, in my opinion. Urban Myers Pint House out there in Dublin. Johnny's Tavern in Columbus, Ohio. And Barley Hopsters in Delaware, Ohio. Grab a 12-pack of Hard AF Seltzer today. Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to the College Football Pick'em Show. Take two, D'Anthony. We got to take two over here. I don't do second takes. Well, we're doing it today. We're brought to you by MyBookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros. Doubles that first deposit all the way up to $1,000. Uh, we're doing this again. We're live in Wilmington, North Carolina this week. We'll be at brunches from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. tomorrow night to launch Hard AF Seltzer. Free seltzer, free food. If you're in the Wilmington, North Carolina area, stop on by. 6800 Parker Farms Drive. Uh, D'Anthony, we'll start with uh, last night's CFP Wait, show. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, just to clarify one more time, mm -hmm. no, there will, there won't be any strippers provided by the uh, venue. Who said there was? No one said there was. Okay, I'm just letting people know that there aren't going to. So if you need strippers, you're going to have to bring your own. Yeah, That's the, I, and and I encourage that. And typically, when we're yeah. clarifying something, that means we have stated it before, but we've well, not. We've never said there were strippers. You know. We never said that. I'm just making sure that everybody knows. Sure. That's all. Uh, and if you don't know, there's there's obviously no strippers there. Well, so that, it's that's a family not, environment. No, we're not providing any. Mm. That's the point I'm making. Will there be some in attendance? Potentially. Yeah. Well, I don't I'm, know. It, it's it's almost a request at this point. Yeah. Right? But, yeah. You, know, I, you guys look, lob it out there. If you're a stripper in the Wilmington, North Carolina area, and want to stop by, yeah, that's up to you. And you do what's in your heart. Yes. If you're a man out there and you're thinking about bringing uh, a special lady. Yeah, do whatever you want. What's in your heart? Do whatever you want. Yeah, uh, do what is inside your heart right now. Uh, right now, what's inside our hearts here is the CFP uh, selection show last night. Um, Georgia jumped Ohio State. Are you okay with that? Yes. Yeah, same. Georgia's the best team in the country. Uh, <laughs> I agree so far. Um, it's tough to pick... It's tough to pick who's going to win this this fucking thing, but uh, 
Yeah, I, we'll get there eventually, obviously, but there can is say, no. Can you say that you would be surprised if Georgia didn't win? Michigan looks pretty good. Like what game's coming up? Okay, so the the championship. Correct. But, but between now and the final game of the season, it would surprise you if Georgia lost any of those games. Yes or no? It, look, they could lose to Alabama. And the only reason I say that is going up against a running quarterback mm. is something Georgia has not done this year. Um, they haven't faced Jaden Daniels with LSU. Um, to my knowledge, uh, I don't know if they've had to face anybody other than a traditional drop back quarterback. Even if you look at the Missouri game, um, homeboys, you know, three step drop type of dude versus uh, taking off and running. So that could be unusual at first, but in my opinion, if you stop Milrow with the run, that whole team is done. And Georgia can certainly do that. I still expect Georgia to beat Alabama in the SEC championship because I think they're the best team and the most mm -hmm. complete team in the SEC. And right now, I have no problem with them being at one because they're the most complete team in the nation. Um, so that's fine as well. Uh, obviously, CFP went by resume with the first rankings with Ohio State. Ohio State's signature wins were over Notre Dame and Penn State. Uh, now, Georgia has two bigger wins than, than Ohio State, especially with Missouri coming in now at number eight in the CFP. Yeah. Uh, Bob's not here today, but uh, I was right, Bob. Wait, right? I, I, they're at nine. Uh, they're at nine in the CFP? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, they might be at eight in the overall rankings. But they here. jumped um, They jumped Louisville, Oregon State, Penn State, uh, who lost, so fair enough. Uh, but teams that won, they they jumped Louisville and Oregon State. Now, there was some conjecture that Oregon State, I think Bob mentioned that Oregon State might be that ninth or tenth spot instead of Missouri. But Missouri jumped both of those teams, which I think is appropriate. They played well. So do I. Um, and I think, what, their only loss is still to Georgia, correct? Yeah. yeah. I, so how do you put them outside um, the top ten there at this point? Uh, we'll go to Michigan. Look, uh, obviously the story is Harbaugh. There is a meeting scheduled for Friday. There is a court hearing in which he says he wants to speak at the hearing. I'm not sure what that's going to do. And I'm not sure what the university has given him as far as evidence-wise, how they've huddled up during this. I don't expect this thing to go away on Friday, and I also don't expect him to talk. I know he said that in the press conference. He also said that they were America's team. That was a fucking man who's on the edge there. I don't know what that means. I don't either. I mean, if there's a, I don't know if there's a college team that you could call America's team, right? That would be – it's like college fanship – is so much more granular than NFL fanship or professional football, right? Mm -hmm. um, there aren't, like, <clears throat> the reason the Cowboys were America's team back in the day, one is because they won the Super Bowls in the 90s when football really gained popularity TV viewership-wise. But it's also because of the history of playing certain games on certain days, right? I mean, the options are the Cowboys or the fucking Lions because they always play on Thanksgiving, right? Mm -hmm. um, and the Lions will never be America's team because they are in the city that is America's asshole. You yeah, know what I mean, uh, <clears throat> and then the Cowboys, obviously, the TV market and how they their branding. It's the it's one of the most um, iconic brands there is. Iconic, it's the Yankees, Cowboys, Lakers. The, I believe it is the highest revenue sports franchise on earth, right? If I'm not mistaken, I believe it was just valued at that. Correct, like, like nine over nine billion. Uh, or something like I, that. I last I heard was twelve billion on that, but but who knows? 
um, you know, everything that that comes with that market and that team uh, and the stadium itself. I'm not really sure. I mean, uh, you and I have been to all these stadiums across America. There's still not a better one than Jerry World. Yeah, this this from this article from ESPN in August says uh, 9.2 billion. Wow, which is 1.5 billion ahead of the next most valuable team. Yep. I mean, that's 20 percent ahead of the next most valuable team. So they're America's team. And now Michigan is a blue blood. It's a great university, like for sports, not. Baseball, oh, they've been okay. They've been pretty there. good in baseball. But basketball, they've been they've had Greats. periods of dominance. Football, they've had periods of dominance. Um, and as a university, the enrollment's good, the endowment's good. Great, one of the best math programs in the country. That's not a fucking Ivy League school, so mm -hmm. whatever, right? But why would you even say that? Why say America? Like, is this like us versus them mentality? Like, oh, the American people have our back. You know how like people in politics will just assume that the the quote unquote American people, as if they're some kind of monolith, they all think the same, right. support them. You think that's what it is? Like, what the fuck is he talking about? Not sure, and uh, I don't get it. Yeah, me me like, neither. I don't, you don't run into people who didn't go to Michigan who are Michigan. I mean, you run into T-shirt fans, people from Michigan, right. or people whose parents were from Michigan and they're legacy fans or whatever, or they were just big fans of the fucking Fab Five back in the day, so they're a fan of the university. There's a mm -hmm. lot, but you don't run into people from like. Wilmington, North Carolina, who are just like, yeah, I just grew up a Michigan fan, man. Right. Like that's, but there are Cowboy fans every, and 49ers too. There's 49ers fans all over the sure. place too. Braves fans, Cubs fans because of TV. But Michigan, as America's team, what the fuck does he mean by that? I, I think if you were going to label one college football team as America's team, in my opinion, it would probably be Notre Dame, just simply because of, let's take the Braves theory, right? Uh, Notre Dame has been on NBC, yeah. on our televisions, in our living room for 40 years. Probably the only one that could even make that claim, yes. to be honest. And I don't know that anybody else could. Um, you know, basketball, you want to say Duke or UNC, mm. sure, that's fine, because let's face it, uh, <laughs> nobody can get in there. Yeah. And it's all Asian, so <laughs> well, Duke, yeah, for you're sure. just a fan. Yeah. UNC is, is tough as well, but yeah. I watched his press conference. Yeah, but they him. don't like Cameron Indoor has thirty five hundred fucking seats or something. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. yeah. I mean? it's, so it's, even it's the small arena is exclusive. Yeah, uh, but I watched that press conference with Harbaugh. It, it was puzzling. It was weird. Um, he seems like he's spinning out. Even as an Ohio State fan, I don't want to see any of this shit happen in Michigan. Uh, I like the the game, the rivalry, everything, mm. the way it was. <clears throat> Me personally, I'd like to see that that asshole shipped out of there. So they could return just to being Michigan instead of this program being all about Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Which is what which all is, of this feels been. like. Like, they have the best running back in the country, probably. Quorum, right? Two of the best five. Yeah. Quorum and Donovan Edwards. Yeah. Quor Quorum, I think, is... Oh, man, if, if I were one of those people who would take a running back in the first round, he would be in that list, for sure. Because he could do everything. Yep. Um, but you don't hear about the players up there. No. Which is, you know, sometimes that happens in college, I guess. The 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 coach is larger than life. It's kind of reverse uh, for the NFL to some degree, unless you're Urban Meyer, who, you know, there was a reason that everybody was focused on him. Um, and it's usually only when things are going poorly that people are focused on the coach in the NFL. But when things are going well, they focus more on the coach in the college. Right? Or if, if you're so dominant where they're just focusing on you. So let's take Urban Meyer, mm. Kirby Smart, Nick Saban, yeah. Those guys are above the team right now, and rightfully so, whereas Harbaugh isn't. And this yeah. is what I don't understand. If he had won multiple national championships, fine. He hasn't won a bowl <clears throat> game at Michigan, not no. one. Hasn't won one CFP game at Michigan. And then up until the cheating scandal, 
was 0-5 against Ohio State, and then he canceled the game on COVID. Yeah. You and I were covering <clears throat> it that week. Spread came out on a Tuesday. It was minus 30 and a half. It was the highest spread in the, the history of the game. He cancels it, and then they go back to practice the next day. Um, I know the move was just to save his job at that point because yeah. he would have been 0-6. But <clears throat> to me, I don't really understand why Michigan fans want to die on this hill of Harbaugh versus the university itself. Because like you said earlier, <clears throat> it is known for basketball. It is known yeah. for, for football. It is a great university. It's, a, it's an awesome fucking time when you go up there and party in yeah. Ann Arbor. To me, just get rid of the fucking cancer and go back to it being about Michigan again and not about Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it makes you wonder who they're going to bring in as a coach, right? Because it's one thing to be Colorado and bring in Dion, right? Which is, that's a big hire for them. Mm -hmm. But And it's another thing to bring in, like, Scott Frost in Nebraska and uh, stuff like that. But you can't, like, you can't bring in some fucking chud and hope for the best at Michigan. Right. You just can't. Because you got to give... It's not the NFL. You got to give the guy three or four years to recruit, build a team, and stuff. And mm -hmm. it's that it's it's like playing in baseball in New York. Like you've got to be ready for the criticism because it's coming. And to his credit, Harbaugh's been pretty good with that stuff. Like he takes a lot of bullshit. Yeah, you know he doesn't like oh you, well until recently he hasn't really overreacted in the press. He says some silly things like I'll adopt all these kids' babies so they don't get aborted or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But um, <clears throat> he hasn't been like saying super dumb shit in the press or reacting to every single thing people say. He he's he, he can be stoic and shit like that. Uh, and, man, you can't just bring in any fucking, like, chud dude. It's They will get fucking annihilated. Off the top of my head, there's one guy that I can think of uh, who's won a national championship, and that's Les Miles. He's a Michigan guy. Uh, that could work. Uh, other than that, you're probably going to have to go younger at that point. And uh, and I don't know necessarily who that is. Les Miles is seventy years old. Is he really? Yeah. God damn! I saw him in an interview. He, didn't he leave LSU in like in twenty thirteen? He did, but he coached shit? somewhere else. Where uh, did he, he coach fired. after that? Um, Hold on, I forget where he coached after that, but uh, he got fired. Oh, it was twenty sixteen when he left. Okay. Uh, and then he had one more gig after that, but Kansas. I forget where it was. That's it. Kansas. Nine, well, yep. Like a year and a half, and it was not great. No. Well, it's Kansas. Well. But Kansas yeah. did turn around. I mean, they're doing all right now. They're doing all right Canada. now, but they weren't then. So I don't know who that would be. Mm. And I think the reason why Michigan fans are reacting the way they are is I don't think Michigan fans know who they would get as their head coach. Whereas right now, in their mind, hey, they this guy just beat Ohio State twice. Mm. We've gone to a college football playoff, and they're currently number three in the country. So... Yeah, if you're a Michigan fan, you're like, well, shit, this is the best we've done in 20 years at this point. We got to get this guy to stay. But, you know, right now he's spending the first three games of this season, the last three games, he's missed half the games, yeah. literally half the games of the year. Um, and I know today, you know, the, the head of Michigan came out and they said, oh, it would be a shame. They're going for their 1,000th win on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another, that's a whole other wrinkle in this whole fucking situation. And they're more than likely going to do it without a coach. Uh, and again, going back to that trial that's that's happening on Friday, what's he going to say to them? Or what's he allowed to say? Um, because the biggest mystery to me is how you're going to say, I don't know Connor Stallions, I don't know what he did, and none of the coaches had anything to do with it, when there is thousands of hours of tape of him next to 
Harbaugh, yeah. the OC, the DC, but then on another, every game. Then on another team's field with their <laughs> yeah. coaching staff, too. It's like, come on, man. Just say you fucked up and move on. That's you know it. I mean? Just move on. Like, it- I know you've got to deny it a little bit at, at the front end, but once there's evidence, even Clinton was like, eh, probably, yeah, probably yeah. fucked her. I probably fucked her. <laughs> Who knows, man? It was wild I did times not have then. sexual relations with that woman. But, but that's a that's a legitimate concern for Michigan fans. I mean, I don't know who the fuck. Les Miles is old, but you're right. I didn't know he was seventy. He, it, but who else is there? I mean, the the number one coaching prospect that's available right now is fucking Urban Meyer. He's not going He's to not Michigan. Going I mean, it would be. God, man, he would get—he would have to sell that bar. <laughs> I, I, well, he's from Ohio. He'd so have to sell that it. bar and have to sell all of his property in Ohio. This, no. Like, there's no way. No. Um, and, and I, I know Michigan State was uh, their fans earlier were like, "Urban Meyer's meeting with the school." Is like, no, no, he's not. Uh, Dan and I were with him. We were able to. Add, he, he's he was not, not there. Yeah, he was with us that week. So yeah. that that whole meeting was yeah. alleged meeting was was not real. It's definitely not going to Michigan State either. I mean, I guess yeah, I, I don't could, know who they get. I, I guess I could see somebody who's a good coach that's struggling in a middling university right now, um, who might get replaced by Jimbo, right? Because he still got clout, even though he everywhere he goes is just like whatever. But if right. you're if you're Kansas, K State, or something like that, well, take a swing at Jimbo. But what one of those mid tier universities might. You know, have somebody leave, but right now there's nobody who's available. Who, which, which successful college coaches are available right now? I wonder. I don't. I don't really know the answer to that. I, I don't either, and that's the problem. And right now, you know, I'm going through all the lists here, and everybody from most of these blue blood schools is is pretty much locked in right now. Um, I mean, look, homeboy's not leaving LSU. None of these people are leaving here. I guess if you want to try to pick off maybe the head coach of Arizona. They've had a good year. He might be an option. Who knows? But, uh, you know, genuinely, I want to see Michigan return to being Michigan Mm. and it be about Michigan and not the fucking coach and all this other bullshit. I just want to continue the best rivalry in sports every single year. And uh, and I hope they're able to move on from this guy. I'm sick of hearing about him and not the school Mm. because the kids on the team are having great years. Corm's having a great year. Uh, McCarthy's having a great year out of there. Defense is great. It should be about this team, but we don't really know yeah. much about him outside of Corum. No, and to be honest, um, the most like I don't think he's going to be there next year. So they definitely, no. they're definitely at least the board and the AD are thinking about what to do. I wouldn't be surprised if they have <clears throat> if they have a, a young coordinator of some sort that they want to kind of like Ryan Day with, mm-hmm. but they need an urban forum for a little while. And that's going to be probably Mark D'Antonio from Michigan state, right? Like who else would it be? He's a Michigan guy. He just, he's, he's four years off the job now. So he can come right back in and mentor this, like steer them through the wreckage a little bit. And then let somebody fresh take over after that. That makes sense to me. I think because I don't think you're going to get rivalry. They would never do it. Maybe not, but you got to do something. Somebody that's from the area that doesn't have a rivalry already, like an out of state rivalry, somebody that understands, um, somebody that can actually win a little bit, yeah, right. But isn't somebody that's going to be around for a very long time? Because I think he's sixty-eight or seventy or something like that too. It might be this OC who's younger. Um, you know, the other issue. Yeah, but Michigan, do you want to saddle him? I know, like that. I, like you got to get. He'll him, get murdered. There's yeah. got to be some space. I, bring, I, bring in fucking Orgeron or something. He's I, out there somewhere. And you know what's weird? If 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 you're a Michigan fan out there, you can look at Ohio State as the example on this. When uh, Trestle got fired mm. under con, on, uh, controversy for. Uh, Terrell Pryor selling game pants for free tattoos. 
Um, coach Tressel lost his job. Mm. Uh, the interim head coach for the next year was Luke Fickle, who is a great coach. And he got thrown under the bus at Ohio State, finished seven and six that year because, you know, they were on a bowl ban, mm. all that other shit. And, uh, and then he left. That was it. They, you know, people were pissed and they got him out of there. And he went on to have massive success after that. So if it is a younger guy in the program, you got to be a little bit patient with him. Yeah. One year is probably not going to do it. Whether the fan base is going to allow that, I'm not sure. The other part to this is McCarthy should be going pro. Coram's going pro. Donovan Edwards is going pro. You're going to have to start over with a brand new offense, too. Yeah. And that could be a problem. What do you think about uh, Paul Christ from Wisconsin? Well, he's at Texas now. He's a, he's like an assistant to the OC in Texas now. But he, he coached Wisconsin for seven or eight years, I think. Yeah. Uh, not, look, Cause not, he's, not he's bad. He's bland. Not gonna yeah. ruffle any feathers. I mean, no offense <laughs> to the guy; he's a nice guy, and he was a he was a good coach at Wisconsin too. They had good years there. They had the best college running, one of the best college running backs I've ever seen. Under and similar looks. offense, you just yeah. run the ball up yeah. there. So potentially, so, and he's a Big Ten guy. Although he's bounced around, he was in the ACC, or I think it, didn't he play for Pitt or some shit like that, or did he play? I, I don't remember. Yeah. Oh no, he played for he actually played for Wisconsin. Okay. Back in the day. All right. But. That's a guy, maybe like you got to find somebody to to weather the storm. Somebody, this whomever this person is is gonna get lit the fuck up. Every every fucking action they make, whether it's good or bad, is gonna be fucking scrutinized. They got to be able to take that. And if you want to develop somebody else into a fucking head coach later on, uh, then that's good. He's seven and two in bowl games, mm -hmm. and his overall record as a head coach is eighty six and forty five. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I mean, it's not great, but he coached at some pretty shitty places. So, I don't know, man. Like he, oh, he coached at Pitt for a couple of years. That's probably where a lot of those losses came yeah. from. Yeah, uh, majority uh, of them. But yeah, the, you're, that's a good point. The Wisconsin offense runs very similarly. Yeah, they don't use tight ends as much in, in Michigan as they did in Wisconsin, but it's similar. I, I don't know. I just, I would. It's probably a mistake to take your fucking golden boy if you've got one and just throw him into the fire right now. Because it's going to be a shit show when Harbaugh leaves. It is. And I, and I think you're going to have a lot of these answers on Friday after mm -hmm. this hearing. If Harbaugh doesn't testify, uh, then you probably know what went down. Uh, if he does, and he says, no, I didn't know anything about this, they're going to use that against him later. It just depends on what evidence they have and what, what questions they're going to ask in this hearing. But I would be stunned if he comes back for this year. Obviously, if you're looking at it from a rating standpoint, yeah, you put him back for the Ohio State game, and that congratulations, Fox. That's the highest-rated regular season college football game in history. Yeah, and uh, it would not be sweets for Ohio State in that one, but it'd be fun to fucking watch, yeah. and the ratings would be fun, and the drama, and all that other shit. Uh, all right, we'll move into uh, wins and losses of last week, kids. You know the rules. Uh, not bad uh, this last week here, uh, Louisville. Uh, beat Virginia in this one. Uh, didn't bet this one. Told you not to bet this one. Louisville came out by seven. They're fine. Look, they're nine and one. They're moving up there. Uh, they might play for the, the ACC championship coming up here in a couple weeks. Uh, Michigan State versus Ohio State. Honda McCord. Um, best game he's ever had uh, in uniform. Maybe the best game he ever will have, to Maybe. be honest. 335 or three touchdowns is like... Then, then I look, this is the same thing with Dak this week. It's like, oh, damn, that was a great, oh, the Giants. Yeah. Because Michigan State is bad. Right. The spread was 32 and a half in yeah. this. Uh, Ohio State covered, and they ended up pulling all their starters, uh, you know, pretty quickly. It was 35 to three at halftime for Christ's sake. So, um, 
barely anybody played the rest of the game. Uh, although, if you're if you're looking for some hope out of Honda McCord here, it's uh, it's the fact that they put him in a hurry up offense. Maybe it's the yips. He looked great in a hurry up offense. Maybe do that the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. The only other time he was in a hurry up offense was at the end of the Notre Dame game, and that was his most successful drive of the yeah. season. So maybe that is the answer. Who knows? Hopefully they figure it the fuck out, or yeah. they're going to lose here in a couple weeks. Uh, next up, Ole Miss at Georgia. Got this one right. I said, look, uh, this is the time of year where Ole Miss shits the bed and starts to lose their last three games. They got absolutely fucking annihilated in also, this one. Also the time of year when Georgia reminds everybody who they are. Yep. I, it's like, th- this is... I, I don't know what to say about this because I don't want to make it sound like the great coaches take their foot off the gas necessarily, but... And you don't want to get your team into the habit of playing down to the level of competition either because that's a mistake, and it'll come back to bite you. I mean, it happens. That's been for Dallas, the Cow- for the Cowboys, for Texas's football team, for a lot of play- teams that get close but never actually win. That's one of their fucking pitfalls is to do that. But it does seem like Kirby knows how to win games, like in a Belichick kind of way. Because mm-hmm. um, you remember Saban used to run the score up a little bit. Um but was never maniacal about it in, in the way some of those other coaches were. Like Bobby Bowden used to run the fucking score up yeah. back in the nineties. He was, Urban went running up. Yeah, he wanted to score seventy points. Yeah. Um, I don't get that from the saving coaching tree that much, to mm-hmm. be honest. I don't, I don't know what that is. But this time of year, uh, and we we said it before the Missouri game, and which makes it even more impressive how well Missouri played against them. But Georgia getting popped down to two, it's like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, 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 right. And Ole Miss was a top ten team until this week. I, they got I mean? dismantled. They got fucking handled. I yeah. mean, uh, Carson Beck looked okay through a one pick, but it was all right. But uh, Milton looked great. Carson Beck looked great. Uh, McConkey is uh, man. They just got a, a motley crew of people it's there. It's just so weird, man. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's it it's literally <clears throat> a fucking Patriots team. I mean, mm-hmm. Lad McConkey, the white kid, is is your best receiver there. Yeah, and he had four receptions for eighty one yards. Carson Beck. Um, it's his looks, guys. Uh, you can't have him at the Heisman looking like that. Just it's just the way his face looks. Uh, but he's great. Um, and they're winning. They're dominant. This is the number one team in the country, and uh, and rightfully so in the CFP. Uh, Michigan versus Penn State here. Uh, wasn't that impressed with Michigan, to be honest. I was even least impressed with uh, or less impressed with uh, Penn State in this one. Strange, man. Uh, McCarthy, 6-7. Michigan throws the ball seven passes the entire game. This is a service academy game. Um, very odd to watch, but very dominant. Yeah. And uh, I guess they're saying, hey, come and stop the run. And good luck. If you can do it, you'll win. If you can't, well, you're fucked. Um, Drew Aller, 70 yards passing in this. I mean, between both starting quarterbacks, 130 yards passing total yeah. for the game. This felt like Army versus Navy. Um, and then Army won. Uh, Michigan moves on, though. They're going for the thousandth win on Saturday at Maryland. Uh, Miami versus Florida State. Watch this game. Uh, bet this game. Won this game. It was fun. Uh, it was pretty close all throughout there. Uh, this is the rivalry we were reminded of, you know, uh, five, ten years ago here. And uh, and it was good to see. Florida State, I, look, they're winning these games, but they're only winning by a touchdown in each one of these games. Um, they're, they're living on the edge yeah. besides that week one win where they dominated LSU in the second half. Every week is a fucking struggle for these guys. Um, but they move on They're 10 and 0. So what else are you going to yeah, say? But about I it? mean, th- three for 12 on 
third down against Miami. Like I, Florida State's not winning a CFP game. I don't think because so they're going to be. If they do get in, they'll be three or four, and they're not beating Ohio State. They're not beating Michigan. They're not beating Georgia. They might not beating anybody with a good defense. Yeah. So those three teams have excellent defenses yeah. that you just mentioned. Uh, next up was Utah versus Washington. Um, fun game to watch here. Look, uh, the shocker was uh, Washington um, shutting down Utah in the second half. Utah didn't score one point in the second half. At halftime, this was your traditional Pac-12 game, and I was like, all right, here we go. It's 28-24 at half. And then, boom, that was it. Utah did not score again. Mm. Washington came through. They survive again. Penix throws for 332 and two touchdowns. Still probably the leader for the Heisman Trophy here, uh, depending upon him and Bo Nix. Yeah. And probably what happens in that last game of the yeah. year. Yeah, and then USC, Oregon. Oregon wins by uh, nine. Should have been more probably, but I, I don't know. But um, Took USC plus the points. They were getting yeah. 17. That was another yeah. win. Yeah, but they like USC's got the same profile as Florida State. If the if the other team has a defense, they're not going to win. Right. They're, like USC is seven and four, and Florida State is ten and zero, simply because of the divisions they play in. Yep. Right. USC plays better talent. They play Notre Dame. They they play all Washington, the Pac-12 schools. Oregon, yeah. Oregon State. Yep. They play those teams. There's nobody good in the fucking ACC except for Florida State. And are they good? You know uh, yeah. Mean? We'll we'll find out. <laughs> uh, Texas TCU. Look, Texas survives again, man. Um. 20 points scored by TCU in the fourth quarter. Strange thing about this Texas team is uh, for three quarters, they're pretty, mm. they play pretty well. The fourth quarter, they start to fall apart. One of these games is going to catch up with them. It just depends on which one it is because TCU is not good at all. No, but I don't know if there's a game. I mean, they play at Iowa State this week. You can get tripped up, I guess, right? <laughs> you but might. Very unlikely. And then they finish out Texas Tech at home. They're not going to lose those games. The question is, when they play uh, whomever wins between uh, uh, wins out between Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, probably Oklahoma State because they've got the tiebreaker right now. If they both went out, it's Oklahoma State versus fucking Texas. Right. Texas probably will not lose that game. So the question is, does then uh, a twelve and one or eleven and one, whatever it is, Texas team that that's a CFP team probably right, depending on what happens in the Pac twelve. Because I don't think if anybody if if, oh man, I hate to say it, but even a even a uh, uh, an undefeated Florida State team, what does that really mean? You know what I mean? Like they're they're they they haven't beaten anybody. No, know. it means you're undefeated and you won the uh, the ACC. It's a Power Five conference, and I think they still get. But do in. they have any ranked wins? Is LSU still ranked? Fuck no. Okay. And then, they're not going to be. Uh, Clemson's uh, not ranked, I don't mm, think. Is Miami's it, not ranked? Is Duke ranked? Nope. Duke is not ranked did, anymore. Did they play North Carolina this year? Nope. No, they will not have any ranked wins. By the end of the year, yeah. Correct. Yeah. So it's like, I, I get it. I mean, you win, you, you play the games you play, and you win those games. Um, Florida State finishes out the season with North Alabama and then at Florida, they could lose that game at Florida. That's a tough place to go. Play. Potentially. Yeah. Um, it's a rivalry game or whatever the yeah. fuck I get it. But <clears throat> um, ugh, I don't want to see that team in. I would rather see as, as much. As I hate to admit this. I would rather see Texas because it's a more complete team. They have a good defense too. Right. Well, we'll, we'll see how this either the Ohio States Michigan game shakes mm. out or the Georgia Alabama game I, shakes out because yeah. if, if, if either one of those games are close, they both make a case for 
a one-loss team getting in there somehow. Mm. Um, but we'll see. Uh, next up, Alabama rolled Kentucky. Uh, Milrow continues to to run the ball and uh, drive them to a fucking title game, dude. Saban leaned in. That's why he's one of the best coaches. Uh, he's Let's face it, he's the best college coach of all time. Um, I'm not going to go back to Bear Bryant or anything. Uh, it's Saban by a mile. Mm -hmm. Leaned in. Uh, I thought this team was dead, you know, six weeks ago when we watched them at Texas. Uh, and they've come back. Milrow was benched. Um, but the good coaches do that. Ryan Day benched Stroud. He benched Milrow. Great. They both came back after that. The great players do. And, uh, and they're leaning into the run game. Uh, congratulations to Alabama. And I'm looking forward to because they did win. Uh, their side of the division there. Looking forward to them against Georgia and the SEC Championship. Oregon State beat the shit out of Stanford. Fine by that. Won that Alabama game, by the way, betting-wise. Uh, Missouri over Tennessee. Got this one right as well. This was never close. And as well, it shouldn't have been. Um, look. No, Tennessee was uh, ranked too high. Yes. And Missouri too low as well. I mean, this should have been, it should have been like a 10 versus maybe 20 matchup in the opposite direction of 13 14. Right. But this was one of the easiest calls of the weekend here. Uh, did I expect Schrader to have 35 carries for 205? No. I don't. You don't see that out of an NFL running back for Christ's He also sakes. had five receptions for 120 yards. Yeah, either way, this was just dominance. Um, a dominant win by Missouri, and uh, they could be heading to a, a New Year's Six Bowl maybe. Um, next up, you got uh, Oklahoma State, U.S. Okay, this UCF game. I lost... All the money on this, all the parlays, all the teasers, everything else. I was in on Oklahoma State. I was in on them winning the Big 12, dude, this a is week ago. They, they still might win the Big 12. I mean, if they went out and then they beat uh, – because they beat Oklahoma. If they went out and they beat Texas in the Big 12 championship game, they're going to win, and they have no shot. That that eliminates the Big 12 from CFP entirely. Yes. The three-loss team's not getting in. No. They don't um, give a fuck about your conference record over there. I don't know what happened. I watched this game. I, it was it was raining in the first half, but there, that's no excuse um, to play this horrifically there. Uh, that running back who is... Plumley. No, 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 uh, Harvey. Uh, for UCF? No, for... Uh, he, ran, he ran for like 300 fucking yards. For, for Oklahoma there. Mm. Uh, Oklahoma State's... I don't know the guy. Uh, Ollie Gordon. Uh, it was starting to get mentioned in the Heisman and all that other shit. He had 25 fucking yards in this game. He's all done. This team is done. Maybe they're able to get to the Big 12 championship. Who knows? But my God, man, this cost me everything. Well, if they weekend. win their next two games, they're in. Yeah. Which is. Uh, but but I, after this loss, uh, I have no idea who this team is. Mm -hmm. like I, I, this, was, this is 45 to 3. Yeah. This is the largest margin of victory for an unranked team in a power five. I mean, this is fucking nuts, dude. Absolutely nuts. Um, I cannot figure out these these goddamn teams over there, but it cost me everything uh, this weekend. Texas Tech beat Kansas. Look, I, this Kansas-Kansas State bullshit that, that people like to talk about, these teams were never good. I don't know why they were 16 in the nation. Kansas was never fucking good, ever. This is a 16-13 game. They've, they've now got three losses. Let's just be done with this Kansas-Kansas State Well, they're both bullshit. still ranked. I, I get them out they're of both, there. They're both three lost teams, and they're both still ranked. God, get them out of I, there, I don't. Dude. I do not understand that. I don't either. Get them out. I know Kansas has got a great running back. Awesome, man. But the rest of the team is dog shit. Uh, next up, you got uh, West Virginia at Oklahoma. Oklahoma rolled in this one. Uh, any 
potential no. I guess Oklahoma State would have to lose for Oklahoma to yep. get back to that game. Okay. Yep. So, look. Which still Oklahoma would have no path to the CFP. No path to the CFP, but they would be able to knock Texas out of it, which would yeah. mean a lot to their fans. Yeah. So, we'll see. Uh, LSU rolled over Florida. Uh, took Jaden Daniels 605 yards total on his own to do this. He's that dude. Congratulations. Good luck in the NFL. But uh, LSU's done for the year. Uh, and these games are meaningless at this point. Yeah. There's just, two left. Just pray you don't get drafted by a shit team. Well, he'll probably go towards the end of the first. So, mm. you know, he'll, he'll, he'll go somewhere good. But he's, he's not one of the top-ranked <laughs> guys as of now. Who knows what his combine is going to be like. Uh, Arizona came back and beat Colorado. I'm not going to dunk on Colorado here. Uh, first year there. They're 4-6 and six now. They're not going to a bowl game now at this point, more than likely. Uh, but they kept it close against Arizona, a very, very good Arizona team. And, uh, and Arizona had to come back in the fourth quarter to actually win this game. Dion's going to figure it out. They asked him about the rumors of, of going to Texas A&M mm -hmm. after this week. Uh, and he said no. In my opinion, I don't. if you're Dion, I don't think you can flip to big school after big school year yeah. after year. Stay there for at least two more years or until your son graduates and then go somewhere else if that's what you want to do. But you can't do this every year because then you're going to have to either take the kids or move the kids or whatever, and uh, that'll never work. Yeah. Iowa Rutgers. Took the under on this for uh, everybody there. 27 and a half it was on this one. Uh, everybody took the under. I teased it down to 14 and a half on my bookie. So they do have a 13-point teaser. Obviously won that, but that was in danger for most of this game. I don't think they cracked the 15-point barrier until four minutes left in this game. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I'm dumbfounded this one. Here's why. Iowa's currently slated to play in the Big Ten Championship. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they have uh, Illinois at home this week and then at Nebraska. Unless something goes wrong, they'll win those games. So they're going to yes. be in the Big Ten Championship. I mean, I, I've never seen anything like it. I hope they win. But, you know, the funniest <laughs> thing, we talk, we've been talking about all season, the, the offensive coordinator made a deal uh, that – he would resign if they didn't average 25 points a game. They've only scored 25 points. He's out. In two games all season. Well, so games. he's done yeah. uh, two weeks ago. He announced that he was stepping down after the year, so he kind of cleared that out anyways. And let's face it, his dad's the head coach. I'm sure there was a, a thing of like, son, let's 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 have you get the fuck out of here, yeah. right? And, and save some dignity for not only yourself, but for the university. Uh, Tulsa versus Tulane. I told you, we don't do this shit on the show, this fringe bullshit. And uh, this is exactly what it was. Yeah. That's why I said don't waste your fucking money on this shit at it, home. It was 24-22. It's bad enough that we let people talk about Kansas and Kansas State. Uh, yes. This <clears> shit, <throat> save your money, man. At, it, at a 24-22. Tulsa was fucking three and six. And it was a two-point game. No. Save your money on this fringe top 25 shit. Same with the next one. Perfect example. Duke, North Carolina. Uh, this spread was fucking seven and a half here. And this went to double overtime. 47-45. I didn't have any money on this. If I did, I would have had a heart attack and fucking died. Um, because this this is crazy. Blast of a game to watch. Just don't put your money on it. Um, next up, uh, last but not least here, Baylor versus Kansas State. Who fucking cares? Who cares? Kansas State won 59-25. Told you at the beginning of the year, Baylor was dog shit. Uh, don't bet on them the entire year. They're 3-7. and seven. That prediction came true here. Uh, Kansas State, yay, you stay in the top 25. Um, not sure there's a consolation prize for that. However, there is one on mybookie.com, promo code Drinking Bros. 
doubling that first deposits all the way up to a thousand dollars what's the consolation prize there well could be some extra gifts underneath the christmas tree if you're picking them properly i've been getting my ass handed to me here the last few weeks so my kids aren't getting shit this year they're getting coal unless daddy can pick up the pace here towards the end of the year uh, i usually go harder than ohio state michigan game my bookie though did, did flip an odd for me there uh, talked to my contact over there and I said, hey, what are we looking like? Just so I can tell the audience for this Ohio State-Michigan game. He said, right now, they've got it. It's Michigan minus five and a half. That's, I can't remember uh, Ohio State not being favored in that game, so that's unusual. Uh, curious to see how this shakes out in a couple weeks. Obviously, they're not going to drop those odds without uh, an injury report and everything else. Uh, or without so finding out if Harbaugh's going to be there. Right. I would imagine. So we'll get through this weekend, and then they'll, they'll pop it up there. But you can bet on everything there. Uh, player props, all that other stuff. NFL, NBA, uh, Futures, Heisman, all of it. It's all still up for grabs right now. Uh, so go there. If you believe in your team, this is the year to bet on them because who fucking – anybody's got a shot mm. to win this year. So it's fun. Uh, and it's nice having something on the game. Go to mybookie.com. Use that promo code Drinking Bros to double that first deposit all the way up to $1,000. Now, if you want to get tickets to any of these events, go to drinkingbrostickets.com, NFL, college, rodeos, house parties. Fuck, man. You want to go see, uh, you know, Hootie and the Blowfish at fucking Newport in Columbus, Ohio. Great, dude. I don't know if they're getting back together. I don't know if they're going to be performing there. But if they are, we're going to have tickets for it, okay? So go there. It's about $10 cheaper than StubHub. Last but not least, hardafseltzer.com. Drinking Black Rifle coffee right now just to start the day, obviously. Uh, flew in super late last night. Again, we were live here in North Carolina right now, all down the eastern uh, seaboard here. Just went into Total Wines today. They're all stocked up. Uh, got 20 cases for the events. We got some giveaways. If you're in the area, join us at brunches tomorrow from 5 to 9 p.m. 6800 Parker Farms Drive over there in Mayfair. So we'll see you there if you're able to come out. Free hard AF seltzers, uh, free food, like I mentioned at the top of the show. Or if you can't make it, just go into Total Wines in Wilmington out there. You can grab uh, whatever you want. We're at Whiskey uh, Creek Trail over there, dude. One of my favorite restaurants. Grab some chicken strips over there, those buffalo strips, and uh, and get some hard AF seltzers. And then we'll release the rest of uh, the North Carolina stores and locations uh, very, very soon. Live in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, live all over the state of uh, Alabama, Georgia. University Liquors down there at Auburn. Uh, shit, 1405 University Boulevard. They're in Tuscaloosa, that Shell Station. All packed up. Uh, Short North Pint House, Urban Myers Pint House in Columbus, Ohio. We're there. 14 and 0 liquors on campus. North Campus Markets, Westerville locations. Go to hardafseltzer.com. Type in your city or zip code. Go to the fucking store nearest you. Even Tennessee fans, look, you want to drown your, your sorrow there. We're in the university there, and we're in all total wines in the states of Tennessee, as well as uh, Florida, uh, close to North Carolina now, and uh, trying to hit the West Coast soon. But we're available everywhere, and we also ship right to your house. Go to hardafseltzer.com. All right, Michigan versus Maryland is our first game here. Mm -hmm. Michigan going for win number 1,000. Michigan minus 19. Who you got? Uh, yeah, Michigan. They're, they're, they're trying to prove points right now. Um, last week, 
they knew they were going up against a really good defense and a not great offense, right? One that could run the ball a little bit but not throw the ball, and they played it perfectly. It was really well coached. Probably, man, we've seen some bad coaching out of the Big Ten this year from Ohio State a couple times. I, college uh, and football they, in general. And they made it through from fucking Notre Dame. Yeah. Right? Yep. Uh, Michigan hasn't had that problem. So whatever, I mean, look, it's, it's, I guess it helps to know what the other team's going to do ahead of time. But um, <clears throat> the strategy, not just the on-the-ground coaching, but the strategy behind what they've been doing has been really good. Um, this is a statement game for them. Mm-hmm. If either Ohio State or Georgia has any issues this week, it's an opportunity for them to get in that one or two slot, which is important, right? Yep. Because if you're there and you keep playing competently, you're not going to lose that spot. Um, I guess it won't necessarily matter if it's Ohio State because that's going to resolve itself mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks anyways. But, yeah, I think Michigan will will do this. I, I agree. Um, and, you know, watching the press conference afterwards with the kids and the coaches and all that bullshit and the tears and the screaming and cursing and all that shit on that television, uh, they're mm-hmm. in and they've got these kids to believe. So, yeah, I, I'm all in on this. Michigan plus three scores. Maryland's run defense isn't that great anyways, and that's what – Let's face it, Michigan does, and it might be the only thing they do. We'll yeah. see. Now, uh, uh, Tua's little brother is not bad. Not actually. bad. Uh, he just doesn't have a, a decent enough team around. Yeah, like surprisingly, not bad. As a matter of fact, I, like you see his name, you're like, oh, this is like Michael Vick's little brother 2.0 or some shit. Right. Um, why he stayed? I know he was originally at Alabama and transferred, but why he stayed at Maryland this whole time? It will always be a mystery to me because he's going to end up being a second or third round pick, maybe a fourth round pick instead of. Yeah. Like, like, he would have been – if he had gone to a bigger university and gotten a little more highlight, I think he probably would be a second-round pick. But well, I think he's going to be 3-4-5 now. What I, what I heard uh, from him and the family, I think, in in, uh, in an interview, was that uh, Maryland believed in him. They, they let him come there and start immediately, mm-hmm. and he didn't want to turn his back on Maryland. And for that, that's admirable. Uh, yeah. Look, Fair he'll enough. be able to, to, to go into the combine and demonstrate what he can do. I'm with you, though. If he would have gone to another school – I, the, the other thing, too, was I heard he didn't have that many offers either. So mm. um, it's tough. I, I think he did the best with what he could, but Alabama shit on him pretty hard, and they were like, you're, you're not starting here. You're not good enough for Alabama. Well, he wasn't. Wasn't. At the time. At the time. Now he might be. Right. right? But that's how it is, I guess. It is. Uh, speaking <coughs> of Alabama, they're up next here. They're playing Chattanooga this weekend. This is a warm-up. I, I don't know what this is. I don't, the, the SEC does this bullshit at the end of the year. God, there's no spread, guys, because you can't own an FBS school. So uh, it is what it is. Uh, tickets are $14 if you're in the Alabama area and want to go and just drink and watch your favorite football team. Uh, next up, Louisville uh, at Miami. Miami's actually favored in this one, mm. although Louisville is number 10 in the nation. Very unusual. Uh, Miami minus a half a point. Who you got here? Uh, I won't bet this. <laughs> I don't I don't. I don't care about this. This is not real. It's ACC nonsense, right? I mean, yes, I, I this, this I may agree. as well be UNC Duke from last I, week. I know because <laughs> I honestly, I, I've I genuinely feel like either one of these two teams could win, so do I. And I which think, is, you know, it's a half a point, so that Vegas feels that way as well. But I'm not, I don't, I've never seen a spread by the way at a half a point before. Mm. Usually it's one. Or, yep. eat, or a pick them, right? I wonder where it's Why opened. a half a point? Because you can't tie. Yeah. So where's that half a point going? Well, Vegas doesn't win if it's a half a point. 
Right. Well, you can't tie in a college football yeah. game. So what, what does the half a point mean anyways mm. for either side? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I've never seen this in my life. And uh, yeah, I, look, typically a game like this, you'd say, all right, Miami's at home. You and I have been there. What does home field advantage mean to Miami? Nothing. Yeah, 12 fans in the stands. Because it's at a, it's at a pro stadium mm -hmm. that's nowhere near your campus. So you don't even have that going for you there. This is simply on the motivation of Miami and their coach and whether or not they want to win. And they've, this is the last uh, point of pride in the year. We were yeah. like, all right, great. Let's beat the number 10 team in the country and prove that we're somebody so, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to say Miami for that, uh, just because of what Dan said earlier with the ACC. It's garbage. Anyone can win, so why not? Let's flip a coin and go with Miami here. Not a lot of great games this weekend, no. uh, by the way. Rutgers is up next against Penn State's. Uh, another game that's not great. This is Penn State minus 20 and a half. Who you got here? <sighs> My God, man. Yeah. It's, it's bleak this weekend. I mean, so... Penn State and Michigan are pretty much the same team. Michigan's better mm -hmm. with a better coaching staff, yep. obviously. Um, and they beat Rutgers by 24 in a home game, which is not great, to be honest. It probably should have been more. Um, Rutgers has a decent defense, and their style of play is the highest stages play them, and I watched the entire game. It was a service academy game where um, mm -hmm. they had the ball for 36 minutes. Yeah, Ohio State didn't even get the ball until six and a half minutes in the third. Their first offensive play. Yeah. Six and a half minutes in the third. It's very hard to to go up against a team that runs the clock down to three seconds and then hands off the ball every single down. It's frustrating. No. And usually these covers with Ohio State and Michigan, because both of them covered against Rutgers, mm -hmm. it was at the very end of the game. Yeah. I don't I don't think Penn State will cover. Okay. I don't. I think it's going to be like a two-score game probably. Yeah, and, and I'm with you, man. I, look, Shana's done a good job with what he has so mm -hmm. far. And I, I think this is a 17 point, 14 point to 17 point game here. Yeah. I think Rutgers hangs in there. Also, after a devastating loss last week, this is the second big game now that Drew Aller has looked like shit. Mm -hmm. what, what, what do they have left to play for at this point? Because they can't go to the Big Ten Championship. I guess they could get into a New Year's Six game if they win out and a bunch of losses happen. Mm -hmm. But uh, other than that, you got to wonder what their motivation is and what's your motivation to well, win by three scores. If they went out, because the Big 12 is off the table for a New Year's Six unless it's Texas. It's the only team that has a chance, right? Because mm -hmm. everybody else has three losses already. Yeah. Um, now you're right, actually. If you're Penn State. They'll probably get a New Year's Six if they went out. Right, because of their two losses. So yeah. it would be Ohio State and Michigan. So if they win mm -hmm. the next two games, yeah. those are two big boy losses right yeah. there. So yeah. maybe. Um, but do they and cover the SEC, three scores? Because everybody from the SEC is going to be two losses as well, except for Georgia. Right. Um, and then Pac-12, we'll see, right? But whomever's, whomever the one-loss team from that division is probably going to go to the CFP, right? So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess you could play for that, but I, I don't think they cover. They, Me I mean, that's just not the style of football they play. They're not going to air it out. I know Alar's got 21 touchdowns and one interception, which looks great on paper. But when you go watch him play in person or look at the stat line yeah. when he plays an actually good team, uh, against good defenses, they've looked anemic, to say the least. So mm -hmm. there's no fucking way. Uh, to, I'll, I'll take Rutgers plus 20 and a half. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got uh, University of Louisiana Monroe against Ole Miss. Uh, again, this is the SEC bullshit at the end of the year. There is a spread. It's 37 there for Ole Miss. I, we don't do shit like that here, man. I mean, I, I'm sure they're, they cover and it's fine. 
but uh, I'm very shocked that there is even a spread on this game. Tickets are $2. So if you are in the Ole Miss area and want to go see Ole Miss and you're a fan, it's $2 for a ticket. Two. I wouldn't recommend it. Ah, it's 2 bucks. If you're bored at noon on Saturday, $2. It's going to be it's 65 and raining. Oh, in God. Mississippi. Oh God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no fuck need. that. Stay in your house. Go to go to a local meth lab or whatever you guys do down there. Make some chili. Yeah. Something. Uh next up, Oklahoma at BYU. This is Oklahoma minus 24 and a half. We told you the games aren't great this week. Mm. This is another one that's not great. Uh there's better ways to spend your money than on this game here. Um is BYU a tough place to play? Sure, I guess because it's in Utah. Maybe you're not used to the fucking altitude there. But other than that, why the fuck would you bet this? Bored? Suicidal? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I could see Oklahoma not covering this. So I'm not going to bet it. Yeah, dude. Uh, Tulane at Florida Atlantic. Um, God damn it. We talk about Tulane every week because they're always 24. They never move. They're they're going to be twenty four from here until the end of time. It's because they just never beat, move. They they beat everybody in the American Conference. Like oh, we, that's the best team from the American, so we have to leave them in. It's the same thing that happened to UCF all those years. Yeah, and then Cincinnati, and it's like all right, cool man, can we stop playing these games? I this is look Tulane minus nine. They didn't even cover last week against Tulsa, who's even worse than Florida I, Atlantic. I think to qualify for the CFP rankings, you should have to play if you're a G five and not a P five. You should have to have at least three P5 schools on your calendar for that year. Yeah. I think there's got to be some qualifier for it. Otherwise, how will we ever know how you match? I know there's no transitive property sports, but even if they played like fucking, uh, not not this year because Missouri's really good, but if they played Missouri in an off year, and you can kind of gauge how good that team actually is, because we never knew with UCF right. really how good they really were. Uh With Cincinnati, we found out when they went to the CFP, they got fucking their shit pushed in. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, but I don't think it's always like that. Sometimes those teams are going to be pretty fucking good. Yeah. So I think there's, I think the CFP should change the rules. And ESPN's in charge of it now, too. Yeah. So maybe they could do something like this where it's like, if you are in the American conference, you have to play at least three teams from a real conference to qualify for this. I, if I'm an athletic director, mm -hmm. I schedule three teams like that anyways yeah. to try to get my school into the because you're never going to get into the top 10 no you could be under like you well what ucf finished undefeated that year was it 2017 mm -hmm. and they were what they, they won the national championship they, yeah they finished like ninth or seventh or some shit like that i forget what their final ranking was it might have been as high as four truthfully because everybody else lost but uh either way if you start scheduling these teams earlier on then they're going to give you more of a shot later on look we watch the cfp prediction show every tuesday night they're going based on strength of schedule and based on most impressive wins. We see the pattern now. It's yeah, not a fucking mystery. It's not a mystery why Georgia just jumped Ohio State. They yeah. better. They play better teams now. They they finished sixth in AP. Okay. But you'll never get. I mean, next next year it's going to be a twelve team playoff. So who knows? But you'll never get into the top ten like that on a regular basis. No. Even, like in, if you're in America, especially now that those teams are leaving for the Big Twelve and shit. You win every game, like if Florida Atlanta or if, uh, Florida Atlantic, if Tulane wins, if they go undefeated next year, it's not a top ten team, right? How do you know? Uh, right? Exactly. And can you even, with the new CFP rules, can you even take the risk of making of a top twelve team? 
Because then they got to go play somebody for real and get the shit kicked out of them, and that's not good football. The weird thing is, I think, if, if memory serves me correctly, in this new 12-team uh, playoff format they're doing next year, I think they are taking the winner of the American Conference. So they might get in by default next year, but you, then you're going to be playing uh, more than likely a number three Alabama or Georgia or an Ohio State or something like that. Have fun. Uh, with all that, if you want to get in the conversation, schedule some bigger teams earlier on in the year. At least it'll get you prepared for that in case it does happen. Uh, next up, this is Utah at Arizona. Uh, this is Arizona minus one at home. Who you got? In decent game. Interesting, yeah. I mean, uh, fuck, man. I don't know. You that 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 quarterback from Utah has been okay. Like in the absence of. Cam Rising, he's, he he outperformed what I thought he would do. Yeah. But I don't think you can rely on the dude. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's he's still a relatively unknown entity. So. He is. He played uh, very well against Oregon. They were shut down in the second half. Mm -hmm. I've watched this kid a lot. I've actually bet on Utah five or six times this year. Um, I'm, I'm willing to take them uh, at Arizona. I think he's good enough to beat Arizona for sure. Um, and I'm going to take Utah minus or plus one here. On this side, I like that kid, um, and uh, and their defense is pretty good at Utah. Uh, but this should be a, a, a pretty close game, but I'm, I'm still rolling with Utah on this one. Uh, next up, we thought this game was going to be awesome before last weekend, and then, you know, Missouri dismantled Tennessee. This is Georgia at Tennessee. Georgia minus 10. Who you got? I'll take it at 9.5 Same for the shit of it, but... Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Georgia won this game by 40, to Same. be honest. Same. Like, if, if Kirby's just like, if anything happens between now and Saturday where he thinks he needs to make some kind of point or Tennessee talk shit, I could, yeah, maybe they go out and run it up. But Look, if Missouri was point, able right? to drop 38 on, what was it, 38-7 against uh, Tennessee or whatever yeah. the fuck it was, 35-7. Imagine what Georgia's going to do. Uh, this game is probably 45 to 10, somewhere in there. Georgia all day, all nights, by the half a point for safety, uh, like we always tell you to on this show. But, uh, yeah, um, this seems like a, a pretty safe bet here, <clears throat> unless Tennessee is pulling out all the stops, which they should. Yeah. Um, if, you're, uh, if you're homeboy there, the coach of Tennessee, Heupel. Uh, next up, we got Illinois at Iowa. Oh, God, every week, dude. Same spread, same line, same over-under. Uh, it's Iowa, dude. It's, it's Iowa minus three. The over-under is 30 and a half in this game. Holy Christ. The team that is going to be in the Big Ten Championship mm -hmm. is a three-point favorite at home against Illinois. Yeah. And that is where we are in America. Now, luckily, this all gets resolved next year because of UCLA and USC and blah, Oregon, blah, blah, Oregon, Washington. Yeah. But fuck's sake, man. This is like the one year where that it would have been nice to have somebody else in this fucking conference, to be honest. This is I'm not betting this stupid shit. So I mean, they're going to win. Sure, I am. Yeah. yeah but but they might win by one fucking point. That's what I think. I, I think they're going to win by three. Therefore, I'm going to take this down to two and a half and I'm going to ride with Iowa. And they're going to win by two points and you're going to fucking be crying in your soup. Don't put it in Probably. a Don't put it in a parlay because you'll lose. I'm, go I'm, I'm going to. I'm don't, going, you, know, you know me. I'm going to. Do it. I'm going to do this. This is your warning to not do it. I'm telling you. I'm going to do it. Uh, one in Iowa last week. Well, I took the under, so you're good. Uh, and then I teased out the over and won that, too. You could probably take the under in this and win. Even at 30 and a half. I don't even know if you need to tease it. If you, by the way, on my bookie, you could put this in a 13-point teaser and drop this under down to 17 and a half. Uh, no way, dude. <laughs> no way. 
You don't. You, you're saying you can't see this being like a 13-6 game? I totally could. Fuck that. I totally could. You're I'm just, just saying. You may as well just set your money on fire. But 13-6, right you win if you if you tease that, and you know you know I'm going to have one card. One card will be in Drinking mm. Bros Sports on Facebook. Uh, next up, we got Wake Forest uh, at Notre Dame. Notre Dame minus 24 and a half. Nah, nah. Uh, why bother here? Look, Notre Dame's playing for nothing but pride at this point, and uh, and to look good on other people's resumes, but. What's the incentive to uh, to to win here? I guess Hartman. Hartman's going against his own, his old school, and that's a fun story. Good for him. I'm not interested in it anymore, and uh, and neither of these teams really have anything to play for. So fuck them. Uh, next up, you got North Carolina at Clemson. This is Clemson minus six and a half. Super interesting game here because uh, with this one, Clemson beat the dog shit. Well. I shouldn't say the dog shit. It was they won by one score in the end, but mm. Notre Dame was down the whole fucking game this, by this, two scores. This game is meaningless aside from Dabo. Like, does Dabo keep his job? Mm-hmm. Right, which I think he will. I think they're in a two-year slide right now, but he's got a ten-year contract, and he's he's won. not going anywhere. Yeah, uh, and with the shortage in college football coaches yeah. that we talked yeah. about at the top of the show, it, it doesn't matter no. if he loses. So you got to keep him. To me, this game going into Death Valley, this game is about Drake May and his medal. Can he go into Death Valley and, uh, you know, a tough place to play and win this game and put up some stats, right? Mm -hmm. This is all about his draft stock. This is a combine for him. That's That's all I care about this game. So I'm not going to bet the outcome of the game because, you know, who the fuck knows. But if there's player props on Drake May, I might look at some of those. Uh, I'll take Clemson in this one. Look, I watched that Notre Dame game. Uh, Dabo was hyped after it. Maybe the team got hyped with it. Oh, um, did, did not going to put much on it. Did he get the Holy Spirit? Oh, very, very close. Because he does dance from time to time. And it is, I, I'm sure you've all seen it, but it is like the whitest man dance of all time. Oh, it's the worst. It's it's like, it's. I don't know. When Remember when UNC won the title and Roy Williams came in dancing? That was pretty bad, too, man. Well, that was <laughs> funny because he leaned into it. Yeah, he knows Dabo's he's a pretty football, fucking yeah. serious. Dabo's, but, uh, uh, yeah, he's, he's like a fucking youth pastor. That's how he sees himself. I think. His speech after the game where he's screaming in a camera, y'all were down on Clemson. I'm buying up all the stock. Buy up all the stock you can. We'll see. You're I, three I and four in the ACC, Dabo. You may want to slow your fucking roll, bud. I know, man. I <laughs> Look, and I don't really believe in North Carolina. Therefore, I'll ride yeah. it this week. I'm not going to put much money on it, but I'll, I'll, I'll take Clemson Well, this is week. the Mac Brown experiment coming to an end now that Drake May is going to be leaving after this year? Like, how much longer is that going to be? Because, well, he's, he's older, right? So, at what point does he just walk away mm-hmm. because of his age he's versus 72, his team? I think, right? Yeah. So, he's done what he could here. I just don't see them ever being able to get high-caliber talent for a football team. Yeah. It's still the basketball's team over there at North Carolina. Uh, next up, Minnesota at Ohio State. This is Ohio State minus 27 and a half here. I'm not, I'm not giving Honda McCord that many points. They'll, yeah. pro- they'll probably do it, but and Minnesota's bad this year. Um, some years they have a pretty decent defense, and mm-hmm. they usually have pretty good tight ends as well. Their quarterback's not good this year. The running games is okay. Um, but 27 and a half to McCord. That this this shows you, because in any other year, I would say fuck yeah, I'll take that. But it would be thirty four, right? Yeah. In any other year, sure so, would. No fucking way, dude. It sure would. Um, look, you can put this in a teaser or something. It's fine. They'll probably cover three scores, maybe not four though, which is why this is twenty seven and a half. I think three safe. But if if they do beat this spread though, and McCord has another game in a hurry up offense or whatever. Mm. It'd be very positive if he does going into that Michigan game, and it will at least give them confidence because playing the big house ain't easy. Um, I've been there a few times, man, as a fan, and uh, it is a difficult place to play. 
he needs all the momentum he can get. So uh, hopefully Ohio State treats this game seriously and uh, and he can uh, at least continue the momentum he had from last week. But who knows? Yeah. Well, well see. I mean, it's it's we're not talking about fucking fairy dust and astrology here. That's a real thing. My buddy Jason Coons, a former Navy SEAL, he's the guy that helped Tyler Matzik get over his yips. Remember that guy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a, so what happens with the the quote unquote yips is you're thinking too much about mechanical shit. Like you're like, oh, that pitch was outside. I'm gonna turn my wrist a little bit to this direction and throw it, and it's gonna be better. And then you throw it, and it's not better. And you're like, fuck, what am I doing? So now you're thinking about every individual motion you're doing instead of just using muscle memory, going through the motions, and letting it happen, which is what you should do as an athlete. It's what we do as gunfighters too. We do shit over and over and over again until it's instinct. That's the only way you can do it at peak efficiency. If that is the solution for this guy, it's like Rube from Major League Two. Mm-hmm. That's the same goddamn thing. He was thinking too much. And I know that sounds stupid for a quarterback. Like, oh, you're thinking too much. Justin Fields is just complaining about it in the NFL two months ago, yep. right? Like, hey, you guys are throwing too much shit at me. So let me fucking play. And when they let him play, he does pretty well. Yeah. You know what I mean? If that's the solution for this guy, good. But why did it take Ryan Day so long to figure that out? That's a problem to me. Not sure. Uh... But if they do figure it out, then that's great because that fucking – Ohio State Michigan game is going to be a fucking it's going to be something it'll be awesome uh but we'll see if he can figure it out and uh, look no promises here man I don't I still don't believe I'm not taking 27 and a half me neither I don't I don't believe in Honda McCord that much so uh Marvin Harrison I do um 59 receptions 1063 yards so far Jesus Christ uh next up you got Oregon at Arizona State this is Oregon minus 23 and a half here um, look, or- Oregon's on a roll. They know what they need to do. They need to win out the rest of the games. I expect them to win. Do I really want to bet 24 points? Not really. So Arizona State went to Washington and held them to 15 points. Mm-hmm. I-, I think that Washington's offense is better than Oregon's, right? Now maybe it's a matchup situation or something. Arizona State is just like, it's a weird team, man. It is, and I, I so I bet Arizona State's uh, against Utah. <clears throat> Utah pounded them by fucking forty. So, yeah. I don't know, man. I like, they've played decently through some of these games. Other games they look like shit. But they in lost, my opinion, they, I'm just not putting my money on. No, it, they lost by three to Cal. They lost by three to Colorado. Uh, but then they put up 28 points on USC, which who, they don't play defense. But what the fuck, man? I know. I know. Yeah. I, it's just too inconsistent for me to gamble on. Same with this next game, Oklahoma State at Houston. Are you really going to trust Oklahoma State at minus seven after what happened at, at UCF last week? Like, I, it's embarrassing. Tickets are three fucking dollars there. Um, Oklahoma State fans usually travel for shit like this, not for th- three fucking dollars. Now, they may actually leave the state of Oklahoma for this. I would. I would get out of there. I'm surprised they're still ranked. They're coming in at 23. Yeah. Uh, no need. I'm not betting this one, and we'll see what happens, man. Uh, maybe the the UCF thing was a fucking fluke. I I don't know. I thought this was a very good team up until that UCF game, and now I I have no idea who the fuck these guys are. Uh, next up, Florida State against North Alabama. Welcome to 11 and 0, Florida State fans. Um, that is an FBS school. There is no spread on this. So Florida State by 80, probably. Yeah. Uh, next up, Kansas State versus Kansas. This means a lot to people that went to school at one of these universities. It does not mean anything to me. Yeah, this is the uh, Meineke who goes a fuck bowl. Yep. 
I don't give a shit. I don't want to hear anything about this game after this conversation. I don't either. Uh, it's Kansas end. State minus seven and a half. If you trust either of these teams that are identical, by the way, it's seven and three and who are wildly inconsistent. Uh, good luck. Uh, I'm, I'm sure as a fan, it'll be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, this from a gambling perspective. No, I, seven and a half in a rivalry game. It's usually seven. Yeah. Uh, this is a cock tease that's, that's on here. So that should tell you something. This wouldn't surprise me if this went to double OT and this was a 56 to 55 game or something weird like that. Uh, next up, the, the primetime game is actually what it should be this week. Mm-hmm. Washington, number five at Oregon State. Wildest line I've ever seen in my entire life here. Okay, You got an undefeated Washington team. You got Penix, who's the Heisman favorite as of right now. Mm-hmm. And they're not favored to a team that has two losses um, and has just got the rights back, by the way. They sued, got the rights back to the entire Pac-12. Did you know that? Well, they're the one of the original two teams. So Washington, Washington State, State and Oregon State. State now own yeah. the entire Pac-12. Yeah. I don't know if they do anything. I hope they don't. And I hope they play each other 10 games in a row. <laughs> That'd be pretty fucking It'd fun. be the, the, the funniest thing yeah. of all time. We would watch every single week, and it would be a blast experiment with it for one year and just see what happens here um but i can't figure this out for the life of me i'm going all in on washington i I, corvallis is is spooky it is and they're they're not bad i mean ukulele is the the offense is terrible i know but so if this is oregon state versus oregon i know i know that i would fuck i know where i would be on that one right like next week oregon state versus oregon oregon all day because oregon's got the defense to handle that bullshit, and their offense is, is good as well. Mm-hmm. Washington State's wa- uh, offense, I think, is a little suspect, to be honest. Or, I'm sorry, their defense is a little suspect. Oh, uh, Washington, yes. Uh, yeah, look, Washington. they played great in the second half last week, yeah. but they mm. gave up fucking 28 in the first yeah. half. Like, they're not as bad as USC defensively, obviously. It's close. But it's they're not great. And, you know, I mean, with a running quarterback like that, and then uh, Martinez, Oregon State's running back, you mm-hmm. got two runners like that, you can make some shit happen in college football like that. So I don't I I get it I guess from that perspective but no man Washington State plus two or Washington plus two and a half yeah Fuck I'm all in on this game this is my biggest bet of the week here uh, take it for what it's worth last week my biggest bet and lock of the week was Oklahoma State and I was way off on that one so take it for what it's worth but I'm all in on Washington this week uh, and this is my favorite game of the day gambling wise watching wise all of it uh, should be a fun game to watch and this is. For the first time in a long time where they got the night game correct, uh, in my opinion. I mean, I guess last week was Ole Miss, Alabama, but the game wasn't close. Mm. Uh, next up, we got Florida at Missouri. This is Missouri minus 11 and a half. Uh, it's, just, it's a funny game because it's uh, the two co-hosts of soft court history going at it yeah. here. You got Rob Fox <clears throat> against, uh, against Jake over there. Mizzou minus 11 and a half. Who you got? Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll take Missouri. Same. I think... This game matters to them. It does not matter to Florida. It's at home. It's against a quasi rifle uh, rival. Um, yeah, Missouri will try to. They're going to try to blow them out. I, look, and they're number nine in the country, mm-hmm. so they have something to play for yeah. here. Um, Florida does not. I mean, I guess a bowl game. I mean, they have five and five. I don't think Missouri's finished top ten since they won the the SEC in uh, was it 2015, 14 or some shit. I don't yeah. know what it was. Uh, the only surprising thing about this game is tickets are only $30. I would think Missouri would be amped up for a game like this. Finish the season strong. You knock out these last two games, you're probably in a fucking New Year's Six Bowl. No, they're definitely in a New Year's Six Bowl. So, I mean, They'll dude, be a top 10 team. Well, but if you if you went out, right? Yeah. So, like, yes, go support your fucking team. 
Um, crazy to see the tickets are only thirty fucking dollars. Uh, next up, uh, you got Texas at Iowa State. This is Texas minus seven and a half. I know why they're doing this. Uh, same thing with the Kansas State Kansas game. Uh, they're teasing you in there. Hey, she's a half a point over. This is probably a seven point game, same as the Kansas State Kansas game in here. Uh, who you got, man? Iowa State is always good for one upset a year. Is it this week? Is it Texas? Uh, you know, I, I think uh, I think Texas is going to cruise here. I think seven and a half is probably fair. You know the running back is out for the year, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so Brooks is out for the year with a torn ACL for Texas. Um, they're going to have to bring in uh, the backup there. Not concerned about that. Uh, I, I, look, I hate betting on Texas right now. Um, every week, man, it's just so tough for this fucking team. I if they have any, if I, I mean, bet on my loss, bet against yeah. them, lose. If they, if they have any hope of making it into the CFP, they've got to win this game by two scores. Right. That's, and I'll, I'm willing to lose money on that. Yeah. Uh, next up, you got Georgia State at LSU to close it out. Surprise, there's a spread on this game. Again, it, it appears as if the uh, the SEC, uh, half the FCC is, pl is playing these fucking tiny schools yeah. here uh, one week before uh, the end of the year here. This is LSU minus 31. Sure, I'm fine with it. Um, uh, they, they, I don't no know way. how Georgia State scores or does anything, but hey. Well, I mean, I, I don't know what methodology they use to score, but they've got one of the top running backs in the country. They do, but typically he's playing, you know, teams in, in his small and their small schedule here. I mean, look, going no, back to I, Georgia State, they I play got, yeah, I know the schedule sucks. Rhode Island, Yukon, yeah. Charlotte, Troy, Coastal, Marshall. LSU's uh, defense is fucking terrible. Yeah. It is not a Division One defense. It's terrible. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is. I guess, if you consider, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? USC to be a Division One defense as well, but I don't know. They're alive and they're <clears> in it, so I guess that that is worth something. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, but either way, not the best slate of games this week. There's uh, three or four I'm looking forward to, uh, but the week after is all bangers, dude. Uh, shit, R rivalry week. Rivalry week. Uh, not only that, uh, the day after Thanksgiving, Texas actually is a night game on a Friday night. Uh, to close it out against Texas Tech. Ohio State, Michigan is after that. Auburn, Alabama. Like, you get all the hits. So, that'll be fun this week. Eh. Uh, I'm traveling like gambling-wise uh, this week on college. I can tell you that. Next week, though, going real heavy. Going Lizzo heavy next week, okay? Uh, bet with us or against us on mybookie.com. Make sure to use that promo code DRINKINGBROS. To double that first deposit all the way up to a thousand dollars, and join us if you're in town in Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, tomorrow night at brunches, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's all free. Bring your bodies, bring your faces, uh, and we'll see you there. Also, go to iTunes, rate the show five star, and leave a quick review, uh, and head over to Spotify. Just five star, and you walk away. At that point, we need ratings on the sports show, kids. Please do it. For D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the College Football Pick'em Show. Good night, everyone.